Hello. Snap. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you got Marcus and Justin here. Yeah. Tonight, fresh off a night of spectacular Ooh. house show wrestling down here in Lakeland, Florida. Ah, oh, so good. Oh man, we got to see some great NXT talent, man. We did some great talent. Some I didn't even expect to see. Mm-hmm. And and I must admit, this is my first <laughs> WWE house show I've been to. Ain't no shame in it, just as long uh, as it's not the last one. Yes, exactly. This is going to be a starting trend, starting starting heavy trend. Um, what I love about the NXT Live roster, model, the whole thing is, yep. I've been to, a, a, so far, I've been to Tampa's shows. I've been to Largo, St. Pete, and then Lakeland has been my fourth venue I've been in. And it's always a small, intimate like gymnasium that you get to sit in as opposed to, you know, when I think a wrestling show, I think, you know, you're on Monday night raw or even NXT at, at full sale. You yeah. have like seats in the back, like mm-hmm. you're pretty far away. And all of these house shows, you get to see all of these superstars so close. Oh yeah. And it's just, it, oh, everything yeah. feels louder and all the punches really pop. And yep. It's just, it's so fun to just watch. Like the walls of the venue are what most like ten feet away from the ring. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a really intimate setting. It's it's just a whole different level of. I mean, you're in the bathroom with these guys. You know, you see yeah. them literally just walking in the same hallway. It's exactly it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's it's super super cool. Um, but uh, let's pull up the uh, let's pull up the card. I I actually got the card. I got the card, like uh, I got like the card right here. It was like seven or eight. Uh, Seven or eight matches, something like that? Seven or eight matches. Uh, the top of the card was uh, Roderick Strong and Adrian Jaud. I don't know how to pronounce his last yeah, name. Not, yeah, they didn't. They just, they just called him Adrian. They didn't say his last <laughs> name last night. He, he is a Brazilian uh, wrestler. I, I had the good fortune of being able to watch him wrestle uh, another wrestler that'll be night that we got to see. Uh-huh. But it was interesting because a week ago he was a face. And now against Roderick Strong, he was this, you know, Rio de Janeiro heel. And it was yeah, really yeah. fun to just, you know, to watch that. Plus, I think Roderick Strong's just a, a great, great wrestler. Yeah, he really is. He really showed uh, some great in-ring talent in that match. Yeah. The only thing is, quick, it was, it was very quick. And I think the reason why is because Roderick and Adrian could see that the crowd wasn't feeling it yet. They weren't awake yet. That's true. It was a very quiet match, like. When I can hear the wrestlers shit talking each other, that's not a good sign. Yeah, not a good sign. Uh, compared to the yeah, end true. of the night where it was a tag team, I could hear someone across the the auditorium screaming. Yeah. So it's you know it wasn't a strong start, and that's definitely not the wrestlers' fault. It was just basically it was a dead crowd at yeah. the beginning. But uh, I think it didn't help that a lot. Of, uh, they probably wanted something big to start you know off with. Yeah. Something recognizable, maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. think a lot of people knew who Adrian was. No, no, I don't think a lot of people know who Adrian was at all. Um, but the next match, we got uh, the tag team 
yeah. the Ely brothers, who the first words out of your mouth was, are those two big black guys coming out? I've never, dude, there has not been a team of like two big black guys in WWE in a while. No. Nope. Like, Prime they Time are, was the last major, like, two big black dudes in the same tag team. Yeah. Plus, they're twins, the Ely brothers. What, yeah. what I like about the Ely brothers is, is I have a soft spot for them, just like I have a soft spot for Sonya Deville and all these other NXT people I see at live shows because my first NXT experience was in Tampa and working huh. the, the doors with the security were the Ely brothers. Yeah. And I didn't realize they were brothers until the end of the night because I'm like, Wait, man, they had a work in security. Yeah, they're working security. They were. Uh, <laughs> they gave me the wand and the pat down. Uh, you didn't get to see my NXT vest. I usually wear a punk vest that has spikes all over it. And my okay. joke I like to say is I don't like hugs. Um, <laughs> hence me wearing it. But one of them thought it was funny. And so I was leaving. And I guess the other one was working, clearing the room. And then the other one was in the front. And I'm like, wow. That guy really moves really fast. <laughs> and then I looked back and I'm like, oh God, they're brothers. <laughs> so they're all, they were very nice when they were security guards. However, they were big heels, top heels. Yeah, they were pretty they were pretty decent. They did pretty decent heel work. They're rocking the uh, heels, the Luke Cage chains. Yeah. Yeah. And then their opponents was Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. AKA Straight Profit. Straight Profit. Now, I hadn't seen Montez Ford before, but I am a big Angelo Dawkins fan as well, only uh-huh. based off of these live shows. You remind me a lot of, uh, D- um, God, Devon. Devon, yeah. Devon, yeah. uh, God. Who? Guy who was in Nation Domination with The Rock. Uh, oh, like, Farouk? No, not Farouk. Um, <laughs> God, Devon. He, had, he used to do a five. He used to splash off the rope. Uh, you know what? I wasn't. Think about it later. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, D'Angelo Hawkins. I always have. I'm always excited when he wrestles because he's such a fun wrestler to watch. He is. He was very fun to watch. And then uh, Montez Ford really brought it as well. He's rocking the red shoes. Like he was going for it. He was doing like the, uh, you know. He he's a very tiny D-Lo person. Brown. There it is. D'Lo Brown. There you go. There it is. What is it? Montez Ford is a very tiny guy. I yes, would say, is. if there anything, cruiserweight. Oh yeah. Weight. He's tinier than most of them. Right. He's definitely under two oh five. Oh yeah. But he was going toe to toe with both of these big, you know, brothers that were yeah. just beating the shit out of him, and they, he they has, got the it, win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it, and it was it was just electro electrifying to watch. It was just great to watch him work. Yeah, it was a very good hot tag to finish the match off. Definitely, and I think he, I think he had the only uh well the only splash off the top from the for the night. Yeah, because there was only a handful of off the top rope moves. Well, considering one of them is he almost hit his head on the roof yeah. because yeah, that was a low ceiling. For it's him. a uh, St. Pete's was very low as well. You get very nervous for that wrestler. Uh, oh, yeah. And that then was, uh, it was a good splash he gave off the top of the pin. Oh, yeah. It was a great, great splash. Like everything, like they need to be, I think they need to be on TV because they, NXT is losing all of its tag teams. 
You know, they got yeah. rid of DIY. Revival's not there. You literally just have the authors of pain. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they got rid of most of their tag teams. And so who are the authors of pain going to defend their titles against? Literally no one. Because I, I can't think of any, like, tag teams. Hasn't War Machine been on TV? I mean, Heavy Machinery? Heavy Machinery they might have, but they, need, they definitely need more um, TV time. They need a talker, I think. Oh, you know, Orkin you know think, come on now, come on. It's, it's good. You got to run, though. <laughs> you yeah. got to run, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Because got, people got tired of uh, Zed Coulter real quick. Yep. <laughs> real, real quick. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't, know. I don't know if Hillbilly's running these days. Well, we were in Lakeland, so. I mean, uh, Lakeland is a great community. That's true. Um, he would be great. He's great for house shows. He is, he's fun for house, show, house shows, considering also where we live in the South. So, Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be killing Good connection. Um, after that was uh, Lacey Evans and uh, Tainara Conti. She, yeah, Tainara so. is this Brazilian. She, her, her she has a real is, black belt. She has a real black belt. I love that. She's it's very, real. It's very real. She makes a point to should tell you that it's real. That yes. the refs can't shouldn't drop it because it is a real black belt. Uh, I also yelled from the crowd. I also have an Amazon Prime membership, so I could get a black belt pretty quickly. Um, you know, you know, black belts only for like basic mastery or basic skills. Exactly, it's when you get to like higher levels, like Jin Don and like first Don, yeah. second Don. It's very yeah, it's very misleading. It's very misleading. But, um, <laughs> shit, they were both good. Oh yeah. man, they were both good. That was a great match. Honestly, I love. I think the women. Mm-hmm. I think the women had besides the main event. The women probably had the best match of the night, mm-hmm. as far as singles competition. They usually do. Like um, at St. Pete, I saw the triple threat. Easily, that was my favorite match of the night. And I got to see oh, you yeah. know McIntyre and I forgot who the other person he was up against, but like that was the match of the night. Seeing those three girls like just yeah. awesome work, like working hard and. Lacey uh, got the submission in, and you know, Tynara tapped like she. Tynara was doing mm-hmm. like some powerful heel work. Oh she yeah, Tynara power eight spots. It was just overall, it was a great, it was a fun, fun match. And not to oh, mention Lacey's uh, the upside down knees off the top turnbuckle. Yes. Oh, that was a great. I, spot. I took oh, pictures that of great. that. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. It was so cool. It was so. It's so fun to watch. And then you have. I wish Conti had a different gimmick. They need to either work on that one or give her a different one. I like I her. Know. I like the or maybe Brazilian it's a jiu-jitsu. Maybe it's I, like, a I don't know. I don't know. I like the Brazilian jiu-jitsu gimmick. I think it's. Uh, I think she needs to show off maybe some more actual Brazilian jiu-jitsu as opposed to just talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like, back it up because obviously you want to be. I don't want to choke somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, when you're heel, you either are like a cowardly heel, powerful heel. And if she wants to go cowardly route, that's perfect. And she could talk it up. It's just the issue is in NXT, when you come up with your gimmick, you have to have the same gimmick that can work both as a heel and as a face. That's yeah, why I flip you down there. Exactly. That's what Bailey got as, you know, that was when she was coming up with her gimmick. She could either be, you know, the fangirl or the terrifying fangirl you know yeah. so 
But my now thing is now she's the loser, but that's, you know, another story. That's another show. But uh, my thing is if they decide to turn Tanara uh, face, what is her gimmick going to be? She can't keep saying I'm a black belt. I'm a real black belt. And then not back it up. That's the then, thing. Maybe. I don't know. That's good. That's Point. my thing. Yeah. Cause what is it? Ely brothers. You can turn face. Cause you know, you have to, yeah, you have you to know. clean up their gimmick, and they have yeah, to just clean up their gimmick. Yeah. Um, but, but then yeah, again, overall, that we was... also have New Day, who's super clean, but not clean. They, uh, I, I love New Day. I love, I love everything about New Day and Usos. But that, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the Ely boys, they can definitely change. But yeah, this women's match was great. Yeah. Um, matches are great, man. I feel like the women did more moves than the men did. Yeah. Well, they have to. I feel like they have to work more on. It's less uh, power based and more technical based. If, that's true. If that's which which just makes me really geared up for the May Young Classic because I get to see more of that and I get to see more of the female in ring work as opposed to just you know power bomb, power bomb, brah. Which it's a nice palate cleanser. I like it. Speaking of raw, the next <laughs> match. The next match was Lars Sullivan Marcel Barthel. Oh my German god! German action. Uh, you know what? I got. I was wrong. Despite his name being Lars, someone corrected me on Twitter. No, someone corrected me on Twitter. Lars is from Colorado, so he oh. is American. However, oh. he is NXT's new Brock Lesnar. They're trying to. Mold into because he's this big, basically just this muscles on top of muscles. That's just really yeah. He's a, he is yeah. He's a very yeah. He's a truck. Yeah, and my thing he's is the, he's got the rhino. He's got the rhino look to him. He's definitely got the that rhino, rhino feel to him. Gore exactly. Uh, but we we got our first heel v heel, and the only heel well second. Or there were only two heel wins the whole night. And so he got, and one of them was a heel v heel match because Marcel isn't a, uh, a face either. Yeah. But I Who, guess monsters just run over whoever. Yeah. Marcel has the coolest entrance, though, which starts with, uh, what is it? Um, the Jaws theme and then crescendos into like Fall of the Valkyries. Yeah. Where it's just this big opera. It's so cool. And he's just stone-faced. And he looks like Avon Drago. And it's just so cool. I, I think his entrance is going to be even better once he gets like lights around him. Yeah. Because then oh, he can yeah. have that Finn Balor effect where it's like not, you know, mimicking, you know, the whole like crescendo yeah. lights peaking with Finn Balor or something like da, that. Da. <laughs> so cool. Like just have like the lights just playing as he's going through a crescendo. Yeah. He uh that match was really fun because we we at least got to see uh because usually with hulking big guy matches, it's mostly like, oh god, the big guy's gonna dominate. And for the beginning of the match, it started like that. And then Marcel for the middle of the match was really working Lars, he was working the the knee, he was, you yeah. know, doing different grips. And then when Marcel wrestles, all he does is speak in German. So he's getting that, you know, foreigner heat. Yeah. Uh I just I I could gush on and on about Marcel because he's he's just a fun wrestler to watch. And this was my second time watching him, and I am already a big fan. 
Oh, yeah, I can definitely see him playing out really well. Got a good look to him. Yeah. Great entrance music. Yeah. Just uh, oh, great great he- got, the, got the great heel jacket already. Yeah. And uh, what he is the, it? He had the best heel jacket that night. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, oh, and Alice. Oh, 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 I liked his more than Alice, too. Oh. You just call. you just outed yourself against all both um, of those guys. I, I didn't say game. he was a better wrestler than you were. Just he has a cooler wardrobe. I like leather sleeve jackets. I'm sorry. It's, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> um, well, so, oh, uh, who won the one? It was, uh, oh yeah, Lars won with the... Uh, it was definitely oh, Lars. Like a, it was a sidewalk power slam, I guess it was. It, it, was, uh, it was his finisher it was move. Some kind of is, body slam. It's just something that would make me say, Al, that looked like that really hurt. Yeah, it's like a sidewalk slam where he just falls on top of you. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I think we had an intermission. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You went to the bathroom in the hallway to go get a Pepsi. Did you meet anyone interesting in the hallway, Marcus? Uh, let's see. I saw the Ely brothers going into the uh, locker room. I uh, said hi to – who was it? It was uh, Wesley Blake. Oh, well, I had to realize who it was later. Uh, at, you know when he had his match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was yeah, there was really oh, uh, and then I saw Marcel when I was walking out of the bathroom. But oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't know if he uh, sprinkled his doish. So. Sprinkled his doish. Ah, yeah. I would love to just interview him and just try to pick his brain. If he needs a translator, we'll do that. We could probably find it. He can turn into a very technical. Yeah, I hope he turns into a very technical wrestler to back like a up team that. You know. Uh huh. I would love to. Yeah, he he already has the look of a technical technical wrestler. Exactly. Like so he's got he that, get like, that type of frame. And, yeah. Um. Let me think. Uh-huh. After that, it was the blackout. It was Aleister Black versus Kona Reeves. Yes. Who Kona Reeves? I like to describe as the Hawaiian Neo, because uh, he comes in in a blazer and. Matrix sunglasses. And uh, I thought that match was really fun because I have not seen Aleister Black uh, wrestle live except Uh, when he premiered at TakeOver. Okay. And I didn't really get a good look at him because, once again, I was so far up into the stands. And this was so close. Uh, It was was so great. Surreal to see Tommy Ender uh, wrestle which you never thought he would wrestle in a uh, WWE ring, but it's just fantastic. He's, 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 he was great in the ring. Mm-hmm. And, going, he's going to be called up quick. Oh yeah. Really quick. That's why I love these house shows. Cause you get to see all these big stars right before they get called up. Uh-huh. Like I said, I got to see Shinsuke before he got called up in that setting. Um, despite you not liking them, I got to see DIY in that setting. Asuka. Hey, they're great wrestlers. They are great wrestlers apart. That's why I'm very excited for the feud. But that's also another conversation for another time. Because um, Aleister Black, the Coda match was pretty quick. Because yeah. Aleister Black just, you know, it was a job match. Oh, yeah. I mean, none of their real top guys wrestled that long that night. Exactly. If you'll notice, you um, know, like later on in the card, Drew was only in for like a couple minutes. Yeah. Um. What was that? After that, it was Tucker Knight. 
and Otis. So heavy machinery. And then that was Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Uh huh. And it's interesting to see Blake without Murphy. Yeah. Uh, they've been really pushing Cutler and Blake because they also wrestled, or at least Cutler wrestled last time I was there, and Blake was on the sidelines. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, they were. That match was really fun, if only for heavy machinery. Oh, yeah. They are so uh, great. They're, they're fun to watch, and that hot tag was just electric, and it got it the, whole, the whole crowd was just on its feet. And they put that match at the perfect time. Yeah, definitely. It definitely, like, everyone was kind of like, I wouldn't say underwhelmed by the Aleister Black. I think it was more like in awe, like, oh, man, Aleister Black's out. I think that was the perfect time to put Aleister Black. Yeah. Is this way he leaves, you know, the fans wanting something after his match, and you hit him with something real good. Yeah. So that, that match was fun, fun, fun. Otis just kept getting worked, though, that whole match, and Tucker uh-huh. was on the outside. Uh, and then when Tucker got tagged in, it was just it was electric, and everyone could feel it. Oh, yeah. It was just it was great. Um, after that, though, was... I think this was... Oh, my performance your, of the night. My like, performance bravo. Night. Bravo. Bianca Belair and Liv Heel. Morgan. Heel. Heel. Like... Heel of the night. How can I describe Bianca? Single... Singlet with silver kisses on it that says established NXT on her jacket when she comes out. Long, like one katana oh. kind of like Mortal Kombat hair braid, oh. just whipping it, and she was and awesome. So she was disrespectful just, the whole match. Exactly. What's funny is I I call her the Bailey girl, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows her as the Bailey girl uh, from uh-huh. all the NXT live tapings. Like she's like, oh man, I love Bailey so much, and she does the side pony. She was uh, her and her dad were sitting in front of us. And the whole time, like, whenever Liv Morgan wrestles, she has a posse. Her whole family's there, and it's so cool. Like, it's uh, the support. You can feel the love and support. But the whole, you know, auditorium was rocking for Liv, except you hear me and Marcus in the background going, fuck him up! Yep. Get her! Meanwhile, I like Liv Morgan very much. It was also for Bianca. I didn't see who it was. Yeah, there was was one chick. She just kept yelling kisses. Yep. Oh, man. It was such a fun match to watch. Like, these ladies were just fucking working it. And Bianca was working Mm -hmm. Liv into, like, all these submission moves and, you know, trying to get her to tap this whole time. Bianca had a great moveset. Can I just say, clean fucking spine buster. She had a a clean spine buster. That spine buster was great. And I felt have sold it great. Yeah. Both of those two, those two, mm, those two are great. Yeah, just fantastic to watch. And it was just uh, once again the the ladies always, honestly, despite the main event being the main event, mm-hmm. it's still for me it stole the show because I love love technical wrestling like that, and I love high flying yeah. stuff like that, and just ah, so good, so good. yeah. Liv's world work was great that whole match. Yeah. Great, and then she gets that fired up where she does the the war cry, where she's screaming, does the fucking knockdown, and you're like, yep. "Oh man, here it comes!" Yep. Then with the upset of the night, Bianca fucking nails yep. it. She wins. Yep. Only heel to win the night. Yep. No, it was Lars and her, but I would consider Bianca yeah. the true heel of the night yeah. that she won. 
which was oh yeah, he's the only one who ever had the upset match. Yeah, definitely a surprise, definitely a surprise, but a pleasant surprise for for us too. Oh yeah, she was. She, didn't she hit the uh, she hit the spinebuster? T- uh, not the spinebuster, the backbreaker too. Yeah, yeah. She's going oh, like hard, and then I was doing research. I'm trying to. It, it might take me a little bit. Um, I'm trying to remember who trained her. I think. Because she trains at the Performance Center, but you have diff- specific people that train you there. Uh-huh. Like, for example, uh, Sonia Deville, I think, is Billy Gunn helped train her. Um, okay. Let me see what. No, I don't want that. Keep talking. Keep keep talking about what you thought of the match while I while I giggle Google this. I just I think Liv's character is a complete package. I think she probably had you know. Yeah, she's got the look. She's got the. She's got a great entrance theme. Oh, she does great entrance theme. Great. I think. Uh, I, yeah, I think her. Uh, yeah, great tagline. I think her. Um, what was the girl from earlier? Lacey, Lacey Evans. Yeah. I think they're both. I think they're both prime. Yeah, ready to go. I, I thoroughly enjoy Lacey Evans. I like think I Bianca said, needs. Mm-hmm. If you give Bianca better theme music, I think she'd be great. Yeah. I um. I like her theme music, but I think it needs to hit harder. To hit harder. I like what uh what I was saying about um Lacey off care or, or when we stopped recording this. I think I talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it while we were recording. But um I like the uh that Lacey's whole gimmick is um you know USA, US based. And it turns out she's like she's a Marine. She's been a Marine for like five years. Oh, wow. She she served. Oh military time. okay so she's not okay wow so yes. she's, i think there was what a couple marines then yeah she's like she's badass like she served her country she's really rocking you know the red white and blue it's just it's awesome i love stuff like that like well, when you can incorporate your gimmick as an express lane right they're probably just you know working her in uh building her yeah. up i know that she's pro- she's definitely a um a favorite amongst the live mm-hmm. scene so that's probably what they're just working on. Uh, what the hell? I can't find it, but we'll figure anyway. it out later. But yeah. main event, yes, last, last show tonight. Uh, we had uh, the team of the Velveteen Dream, Dream. Patrick and, Clark, and Dan Matha, who I thought was Nathan Jones, uh, <laughs> against the team of Noe Jose. And yes. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. This was a fun match. I it was if, fun. If only because I personally I love three out of the four wrestlers. I hadn't really seen a lot of Dan Matha, but yeah. I am I'm a sucker for Patrick Clark as the Velveteen Dream. I think it's the coolest gimmick. Where his wow, oh really you like uh, his yes uh, his fucking finisher is the Purple Rainmaker. Why wouldn't I like that? Like I love. Love, love, love Patrick Clark. Like he's he's got a little bit of gold dust. He's a little bit of Tyler Breeze, and he's all while still being original. I can't you be mad about. You saw where Tyler Breeze hung out. Well, that's more or less uh, an issue that he had with Vince because he left early for something. Um, that's his fault. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy Patrick Clark. Also, you know, No Way Jose is a crowd favorite. Oh yeah. Uh, there was this Spanish girl that was screaming like yeah. the whole night. She was quiet. Didn't even know she was there. And then 
the minute No Way Jose's music hit, screaming at the top of her lungs that by the end of the night, her voice was raspy, but still had that volume. That's like, girlfriend? That was that? His girlfriend. I don't think that was his girlfriend. Are you sure? Because I saw her boyfriend, and the boyfriend was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> when she was leaving, she's like, I know you hear me, Jose. And uh, he, he just had his arm around her, and he was just like, okay. That's, oh, but well, sorry to expose you like that. Dang. Um, well. Uh, no. It's just, it was, it was fun. And, you know, Drew McIntyre was, you know, calm, cool, collected. And yeah. Jose got worked so much of the match. Like yeah, Jose was, a, was in peril about 95% of that match. Yeah. Drew, I think, got tagged in maybe twice. Yeah. I want to say. Once for, like, the middle, like, to give you a taste. And then when they're on top, he tagged back out. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, when Jose was in deep peril for, you know, at least 10 minutes. Yeah, you're really finally got, Yeah, finally got the hot tag. Everyone's screaming for Drew. Mm. Drew fucking ends it. It's with the Claymore. Didn't Is that what he finished it with? Yeah. Yeah, finishes it with the fucking Claymore. Big boy fight. There was, yep. you know, because Dan Math is a big boy. Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre is a big boy. I didn't know Drew was that big. Yeah, Drew's huge. I know just so, just so cool. Like, so, so cool. The only thing I didn't like about the night was I didn't win NXT Lakeland Fan of the Night. I never win. I never Sorry. win any of the live event contests, despite you tweeting. Step your live fan is up. I, how can I step it up even further? No, no tweet. I don't know what no, to do. No, no. Do I need to join the Liv Morgan cheering section? Like, what do I got to do? Because I needs me a t-shirt of a superstar that's no longer there and I needs me a free ticket. Guy took the pick with uh, Cassius Ono too. Uh, I was so upset because I need to meet Cassius Ono again because I have a Cassius Ono tattoo. So I need to like, I need to meet him. Yeah. If anything for baseline, I need to interview Cassius. Well, let's try to get him in here. Okay. Let's try, asking those. Let's try to get some heel heat on. On Ono? Ono on some, let's get some heel heat on Ono. I like that. Are we going to call our segments heel heat? That may be something we have to do. We'll get some t-shirts, heel heat. So out of everybody you saw, who do you think had the most potential that night? The potential who, I, who you think will translate well to the main roster? Yeah, like who do you think if we had – if if let's say – If I had to be like you, you're, going, you're up? Yeah, we need to plug okay. in for a match right now. Who would I put up? Yeah, any, any division, you know, women's yeah, tag, whatever. Um, Liv Morgan. You're calling up from last night. Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, I think. I think she has, not only does she have the in-ring ability and the skill, she's uh-huh. at, the character work is there, the fandom yeah. is there. Mm-hmm. She, I'm surprised she doesn't have any T-shirts yet. Well, I'm not surprised because she isn't on TV as, as much. I'm surprised yeah. she's not on TV a lot yet. That's I, I'm surprised. honestly surprised, too. She. Because I've known of her only before through social media. Well, she was a tag team with um, who's the 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 smaller Hispanic girl? I know who you're talking TV. about, but I can't remember right now. They they were a tag team for a while, and then you know she started doing TV, and I I haven't seen her since. But you know, Liv's been really working the live audience, and she knows how to work the crowd. She knows how to get yeah. them fired up with you know her war oh, cry yeah. and. She's just, you know, she's very expressive too, which I like. 
with, uh, yeah. you know, with the selling, she doesn't oversell, but she doesn't sell too little, like, or sell too much. She's honestly, she's fun to watch. So I would, if anything, I would call her up to the main roster, you know, in a heartbeat and be like, you know, plus Raw's women's division needs a facelift. I think she'd be a good addition to that, honestly. But is she too much like Alexa Bliss right now? Is she too much like <laughs> um That would be my like, like a good Alexa yeah. Bliss and a bad Alexa Bliss. Um yeah, yeah, I feel probably. like I feel like their characters are very different though. If yeah, she, I agree. Uh, yeah. If definitely. she was the Pixie Princess, then yes, I would say no, don't do that. Put her on SmackDown or let her develop her character. But her character is so sure now, it's like a uh she's like a blonde. But she feels Female like if you took Carmella and Bliss and stuck them in a blunder, you'd get Liv. With a sprinkle of Mandy Rose. Yeah, and you'd get Liv. And you know like, what? Is she too similar to like those two on the roster right now? Because she's, like, she's got the, you know, liveliness of but they're both heels and I guess she's a face. I you know, I was having a discussion with my friend the other day because we we were what we were talking about the previous show. Yeah. Uh, she was wrestling in and i'm like yeah you know lives the face and he was telling me that lives the heel like really? Liv is a heel i can't see that at all i don't see that with how you know positive she is and how much of a like a hard worker you get just from that that's character. what i'm saying is he a carmella heel like that kind of heel that's only a heel because you tell her she is uh no because carmella's uh well, carmella got adapted into a heel later on right. in NXT. When she first started out in NXT, she was a face. Yeah. But then people are like, this character doesn't really lend to that. Right, to Enzo and Cass. I see. Yeah. And then, that, if that's the case, though, like, all the fans, though, see her as a face. Like, she, like yeah. I said, she has that big cheering section. She's got, you know, she's got the cronies already. She's got... Her look appeals to young girls, and that's very yeah. hard to make a young... People who like young girls... Heel. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, when she goes up, she's going to sell a lot of t-shirts, man. Oh, yeah. She's, she's very merchandisable. Red, white, and blue. Yep. Love the combo. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with your pick. She's very polished off. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Who would you pick? Uh, I ha- I feel like I'd go with War Machine. Heavy Machinery? I mean, heavy Machinery. <laughs> I don't want to call him War Machine. Even... Oh, I got Iron Man on the brain. That's why. There you uh, go. Sorry. Sorry, watching yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> heavy machinery, only because there's such a void in the tag team division right yeah. now. And I think out of any tag team, they're probably the most polished. I like their finisher. I like their tag team finisher. I really think that's creative. Yeah. The double big boy splash. <laughs> big boys. I can't, I can't, I can't hate on that. Hashtag meat. Steak and weights. Meat. Steak, steak and weights. Steak and weights. Beef. That's what I'm saying. I think they can. I think they can go over. I just don't know how long the gimmick can go. Yeah, because it's it's like Enzo and Cass. People are going to be cheering, you know, steak and weights, and then after a while, exactly. Like how long get done with it, and then next exactly. thing you know, Otis fucks up the other guy. That's the pro- that's the problem with always having a lopsided tag team. Would you consider them lopsided? I don't know yet because I don't I don't know if either one of them is really good on the mic. Because I haven't I really, <laughs> I don't, that's a, that's, that could be the problem holding that could keep them together forever. But then again, remember Cletus and them, how long did that redneck gimmick go? Yeah. And I think that's another reason why they won't put like Luke Harper and Eric Rowan together. Cause they don't want to do that hillbilly thing. 
Unlike hillbilly cells. <laughs> Maybe like, it's got to be the right hillbillies. True, could be. They don't, I mean, they're not really hillbilly. Maybe if you get a, I'm trying to think, how could you reach, maybe like a Detroit kind of heavy package, maybe? For heavy machinery? Yeah, maybe like a Detroit city worker kind of thing. I could see that. Maybe not, you know, hill straight hillbilly. I don't know. Straight I don't think seven. there's anything wrong with a hillbilly character. I just don't know how well it'll sell nowadays because right. Vince needs characters that can hit mainstream. Because mm-hmm. just being a good wrestler is great nowadays, but like no one's. No one's going to remember that. Uh, What's interesting is uh, Kurt Angle was talking about that because I guess Sami Zayn and Tyler Breeze came up to him for like advice. And he's like, work on your gimmick because 90% of the time people aren't asking me, oh man, you remember that match? You remember this match? They always ask me, do you remember the time you got the milk truck and you were, you know, spraying everyone with the milk? Yeah. So exactly. Character work is extremely important for your, you know, long game. Like there's icon like the the iconic images in like WWE are moments in matches. They're not like, oh, do you remember when like Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, like chain wrestled at the beginning of the match? Yeah. No, it's you remember the end of the match when Stone Cold's bleeding, you know, oh, passing out for blood. Yeah, like you don't these before that. Exactly. If you're if you're the average casual fan. Exactly. Who's just in it, you know, to rep somebody like, okay, Austin 316. Like, you can go down, you can go down any, you can go down the street, so, y'all, Austin 316. Someone's going to vibe with you. Someone's going to know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Agreed. If you go down the street and yell out, Breeze Ango, people are going to be like, okay, why is that guy over there <laughs> being crazy? Ta-da. But, you know, yeah, but you say that in a WWE crowd or around a wrestler, they're going to instantly know who you're talking about. Exactly. But there's no like mainstream, you know, there's Brock, yeah, of course. And but back on the topic of bringing up heavy machinery, yeah, um, yeah, I just think you know they can fill a great tag team void. Uh, I think you need someone arguably the same size, you know, even if you bring them at least up to NXT, you know, they could be a arguable opponent for the authors of pain. They'd be, I don't, I don't think you can foils to the authors of pain, exactly. They have the same size, you know, same strength, you can put them against each other, yeah. And or you call I mean you could do the Ely brothers twin versus twin, but I think that'd be weird. They they actually <laughs> the, I saw the uh premiere of the Authors of Pain and they went against the Ely brothers, and it was actually a pretty cool match to see twin v twin. Like, was that on NXT taping? It was not. It was a live show. I, I got to oh, see okay. it on a house show. Okay, because I was I was gonna say I thought I saw the that was the second time I went, and I kept yelling, "Those are my twins." Oh my! I was God. also drunk. <laughs> um. That's another thing you need to know about me, Marcus. When I go to live shows, most I mean, of the time, I mean, I mean, I, I'll put it out there. Most of the time, I, I might be intoxicated. I mean, just slightly, just slightly, just a I'm little not, bit. I'm not going to age for it. <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, I got to see him um, in Tampa. That was really cool. And you know, I think they, I know they, they were on TV uh, a few months ago. I think the Ely brothers could mesh well as like foils for the authors of pain, but they got to work on their face gimmicks, honestly. Because you, you think they go face? Well, if they're going to be foils to the authors of pain, you can't have two super heels really go against each other. You got to have someone to root for. Yeah, and I don't see the authors of pain going face anytime soon. No, so, it's impossible. You know, 
You turn two big foreigners. They'll never be faced. Yeah. You turn the Ely brothers into like twin Luke cages. You make them, you know, oh my powerhouses. God. You know, oh, they the already Ely got brothers? the change. Yeah. Make the Ely you brothers like two little jacks. What's that? Talking about Jax from Mortal Kombat? No, I'm talking about Luke Cage from uh, Marvel, man. Oh. Power Fist. But you can do Jax if you want to. They're essentially the same look character. Like they kind of look like Jax. I mean, the they already got the they chains. Have the gauntlets on. Yeah, they got the gauntlets. They got the chains. Like, I think if you turn them face, you just work on their <clears throat> you work on their face gimmick a little bit. Then they no, them. they're too big to be face. Oh, you got big. They they have to have a be- they'd have to have a different moveset. I don't know. They just you know they're still early on in their careers. I'm guessing so they have a lot of time to you know figure it out and be able to really tweak and perfect. Uh huh. And that's what these live shows are great for. You get to see so much like behind the scene kind of work. I like. I, I, I wish there would have been a promo. Yeah, some people sometimes they, they do promos. If Bianca could have cut a good promo. I would have said call her up right now. <laughs> if she could have cut a good promo, I would have said, "Look, okay, we're just gonna call her up. We're gonna switch like that a song. Promo. We're gonna switch that song, and she's on the main roster right now." What would you put her on SmackDown or uh, Raw? I would have her come. I would have like after Carmella wins it because mm-hmm. I don't think they have a lot of faith in Carmella, which is why no, I no. think they, which is why I think they were almost willing to swerve that uh, that Money in the Bank off of her. Yeah, I think that's why we had the second match because I think they were hesitant. I think she needs. I think because I think that you need to do, you need to do this with either her or Oscar because someone needs to come out and just straight like there needs to be a monster. In the yeah. yeah, there needs to be a monster in the women's division. Like there's nothing going on in the women's division either either on either yeah. side. So originally it was Nia on Raw, which I love me some Nia Jax, and I yeah, wish but it's been too long her. now. It's been way too long. Yep, but Oscar needs to be. You know, I, I pitch it all the time. No, Oscar needs to come in and win the title like immediately. She, she needs to be undisputed women's champion. I need her to be both the SmackDown and NXT women's champion. I wouldn't mind it. I need one. I love the undisputed idea. I Me love too. having this person that's you know that's taking both of these you know divisions by by storm. She's you know this person's unstoppable. Like when Chris Jericho was undisputed, bring back an undisputed like run. Doesn't even have to be a full run. Just do like an undisputed run with two important belts. Because the Seth Rollins, you know, United States Champion run, no one really cared about the United States Championship. No, everyone was more in, you know, concerned about the title. But if Oscar's the NXT Women's Champion and the SmackDown Live Women's Champion, you have both the diehard marks for NXT, and you have the casual fan also knowing that this, you know, she's a big deal. Uh huh. So that's my pitch, my elevator pitch to make Asuka undisputed champion. I think you throw Bianca on Raw. Yeah. And let her beat Nia. Let her beat Nia. You just want her, her to beat everyone. A statement. No, I want some I want someone in the women's division to come in with a statement now. Because the revolution her, the revolution they started is dead. Why does have her jump please come out? Have her jump uh bliss. That's fine. I just she just has to do something big and she they need something to shake up the women's division right now. They really do. Because what is it? Because uh, I think switching, I think switching Flair, and, uh, Charlotte, and uh, Alexa really, really messed with the chemistry. Yeah. They did it at the wrong time. They did. Because ever since then, they 
things have just been falling flat. Yeah. So something needs to come in and shake it, but shake up both divisions. And I think two dominant champions in both divisions might do that. I think so. And I think Bianca had a very power-based moveset. You know, <laughs> she had the spine buster. She had the backbreaker. She did. And she, she was a very, she, you know, strong Irish whips. Yeah. Uh, so she was a very power wrestler. So I think so. I think playing that against Anaya would be good or just have her come in and do something big. I, so you want to say uh-huh. that we both picked the opposite woman from the same match to go to the main roster. If that, if you're listening to this, if that doesn't convince you, like if you've never been to an NXT live show before and they're coming to your town, please you go. Need to go. It's these, guys, these people are going, they're doing amazing stuff. Like you get to see people like even, even the minute and a half of like Drew McIntyre. It's still Drew Black. McIntyre. Exactly. Like, awesome. like you can just see his hit. Just to speak on Drew for a second, like you can yeah, just yeah. see like his aura in that match was such that you knew that he was Drew McIntyre. Yep. Like he came in like, that's something that a lot of I think that's something that a lot of people need to like learn in wrestling is like your persona can build you. Yeah, he's got a presence, which is awesome because even even when you were watching Jose wrestle the way we were on uh, the wall we were on, I was still looking at Drew most of the yeah. time because you want to know like, man, what's he thinking? What's he trying to do? What do you think? Is he going to jump in? Like, yep. what's he going to do? When he says, you know, he stops the match, I'm going to kick your ass. You know, it's like the whole match stops for that. Yeah. Like he stops the match, the momentum just shifts to him, and it's Drew. Like despite everyone screaming, everyone yeah. went quiet when he pulled in that breath to yell that. Like everyone was like, like oh, what's the man going to say? And so I think definitely. it's so much out of ring work, and I think you really saw that. Like shout out to Bianca for the heel work, out of, out of ring work. Yeah, Liv had great out of heel work. Drew had out great out of uh, ring work. Actually, the main event was really good. I think the main event was probably the match of the night. Yeah, just based on you know length, also talent wise. But I definitely say that women's match beforehand was definitely a dark horse stealer of the night. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just because you know that came out of nowhere for me. You know, I just expected that main event to you know live up to that match quality. Yeah. They, gave him, like, they gave him way more time than everybody else. They gave him like fifteen minutes. Compared to everybody else, yeah, I think like I think at most the other matches were like seven minutes, maybe. I think they gave Heaven Machinery and uh, the other guys seven minutes, and I think they gave Bianca and uh, yeah. Liv probably like five. Yeah, but five yeah, the longest match of the night, and it was just yeah, the yeah. main event was fun, and it was a great like I, I can't say fun enough, but that's what I had. Yeah. I literally had fun, and I always have fun going to. Live events like that, NXT live events. Oh no, man, it was it was dope. It was dope. I can't wait till next show. Yeah. So yeah, always check it out. And then next show, we're going. We're gonna spring the extra twenty, and we'll sit up front because that's what I need to do. I need to yell at some wrestlers oh, a little yeah. bit closer. Uh, we need to get some heel heat on us, man. We need to get some heat on the podcast. Yeah, you want to get some heel heat? I think. I mean, with the heels of wrestling, I think. I think we need to start being the heels of the podcast game. You know. Yeah, I could do that. So start talking shit. Please go to these live shows. Yes. Support WWE. Support. What is it? Support these wrestlers. Most of them are indie wrestlers. You know, they, they have to travel like themselves everywhere. Most of the time, just, you know, support them. It's, it's once again, I bet you can find, I bet you spent $10 in a lot worse way 
mm-hmm. doing a lot, you know, dumber things. Like this is just supporting what they do. And yeah, exactly. Oh, you got some of these dudes who wrestle all over the world, but then you got dudes who, you know, you maybe show them, you know, I can I can draw in people in an armory. Maybe we can draw people in Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it comes down to things like that. Uh, so shout out to everyone who wrestled last night. Shout out Bianca. Shout out Liv. Shout out Lars. Shout out Marcel. Shout out Marcel. Yeah, my boy. Thank you. You know, straight up. Uh, yeah. So we will have pictures and. Uh, mash reviews up in an article. Uh, go check that out. Check that out on the page. Baseline time slash wrestling. Uh, any shout outs you want to give, Justin? Any special shout outs you want to give? Shout outs I want to give? Uh, mm-hmm. Ah, man. Just, you know, go support live wrestling. If it's not, you know, NXT, you know, try to check out Evolve. Um, they always put on a great show. Like, just try to get more involved, man. Because most of the time, if you, especially if you're in a southern state, they got wrestling somewhere. So that's what I, I said. agree. I agree. <laughs> Check out your local armory for listings of live events. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but shout outs to NXT live. Y'all yeah. put on a great event. Y'all have some great wrestlers. The amount of talent they're getting is crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, check out our review. Uh, it will be up in print later today, uh, later on the website. And y'all have a good weekend. We will hit you guys up later this weekend with our review of the week as well as our Great Balls of Fire preview. So go ahead and give that a listen. This is going to be a great pay-per-view, guys. It's going to be so great. Heels of Wrestling out. Boo.